0: The year is 2024. PBS Plus has just launched, bringing the world's streaming services to 4,387. How can anyone be expected to go through all this content? Fear not, loyal passengers. Captain Joe shoes and his first mate, Miz, are here to travel through space and time To bring you the best nuggets pop culture has to offer. Strap in, folks. It's time for the Car Jomez Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 383 of the Car Jomez Podcast. I'm Mez, and my co-host as
1: always is... The Magistrate of Caravan City. The 2023 award winner for Major Bendy of the Year. I captain joe shoes from the car jomez podcast yeah you are buddy what's up how you doing bro gomez what a week oh yeah no not really it was a week it (laughs) It was a week (laughs) it was a week in the sense that time has elapsed since last week but other than that it is just another week but we're feeling good we're feeling fine we're talking pop culture all of the time oh that's nice i love talking pop culture it's fun. that's what we do Mm, that's good yeah you know
0: uh not excited yeah just a regular week right nothing nothing crazy going on How's the weather by you is the weather by you crazy It's very
1: very cold we're down in
0: the 50s yeah we we were down to 20 degrees today But it wasn't so bad because it wasn't windy. Like, the other day it was 40 and it was fucking terrible out. Today I was like, you know, it's fucking cold. But at least it's not the worst. Cook to snow tonight.
1: My tiny little friend Swaggle, who lives in Wisconsin, was in the negatives. And I didn't think those were real numbers. I thought that was just some bullshit they teach you in, like, fractions class or something. You know? Like, stuff you're never going to need in the real world. But no. Apparently, it's possible to have weather... That is incorrect. Crazy.
0: There was a big stupid.
1: Who would live there?
0: It's crazy, right? There was a big football game this weekend. Dolphins in Kansas City. It was negative seven. It felt like negative twenty-seven. What are we doing? What? What? Well, who's going to that game, bro? You. You cannot pay me to go to that game. Like, what are we doing? Nope. Especially, yeah. you're a Chiefs fan, right? So you're a little spoiled, right? They're always in the
1: playoffs. They won two. Yeah, they won two Super Bowls. So now There's you know no what? Reason to I understand. Love. And I exactly like I love the <laughs> Penguins, but I'm a spoiled Penguins fan now yes. at this point. Like I've gotten three Stanley Cups since 2009. You know what? Everything with the parent, the with the Penguins going forward is like playing with house money. Yes, if 100%. they win, great. That's Obviously, right. I still watch the games. I'm still, like, invested, but I don't get all worked up anymore. I've seen my championships. It was fun. I loved it. If I don't get another one, I'm okay with it. Give me that one Mets World Series. That's what I want. Just one. Just the one. It's been almost 40 years. This will be 38 years since the Mets last won a World Series. And, you know, like, when you're a kid, like, when we grew up in New York – Back in 1994, the New York Rangers hockey team had a big drought for Stanley Cups. And when they finally won, it was like, oh, my God, 54 years of suffering. And it's like, oh, my God, the Mets are getting there, baby. This is no good. The Rangers won, and they're right back. I mean, the, the numbers is getting up there again, folks. Yeah, the, the Rangers are one of the <laughs> worst sports franchises of all time. You talk oh, about it. that's just, They have existed for legit 200 years and won the Stanley Cup like twice. Just a waste of
0: fight. It's just the worst. Being a Ranger fan is not fun because it's like, oh, hey, and they just they don't know.
1: But it could be worse. You know how it could be worse? Well, what could be worse? You could be Joey Hudson and be a Minnesota <laughs> Vikings fan.
0: Oh, Joey. Don't say that about Joey Hudson. It's his Kurt Cousins.
1: Come on, baby. (laughs) Uh, Thank you guys for listening to the Car Jomez podcast. Remember to hit that subscribe button, leave a five star review wherever it is that you're getting this. Or if you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash at Car Jomez pod, make sure you like and leave some comments, even Ring that bell that way you get the notifications whenever we post some new content every Thursday, right here on the channel. And, Gomez, while we're oh. talking about the NFL, how spectacular was the absolute breakdown of society caused <laughs> by the NFL playoffs being on the Peacock app oh this week? Oh
0: my god, you would think it was nothing that nothing worse has happened in the world, let me tell you, just this game on peacock holy shit i heard the numbers were good people
1: complained but they showed up now if you think about it with the argument i kept seeing in favor of peacock now they nbc paid a lot of money you pay a lot of money for broadcasting rights to the nfl so if you want to put it on your app i don't have a problem with that if you pay six dollars for peacock this month you get nfl playoffs and the Royal Rumble. And guess what? Even if you don't like wrestling, there's probably someone that does. And the Royal Rumble is like the most fun pay per view. If you're only going to have it for one month, have it for the Royal Rumble. Over WrestleMania, at least the Royal Rumble's cool. You make a drinking game out of it. You could put bets on stuff. You have people come over. We could all cheer. Oh, who do you think is going to be next? Pass the Cheetos. Pass those Cheetos. Flaming hot. Flaming hot, just like the Royal Rumble. Everything, flaming hot. We're doing oh. it. Six bucks, but you would think the universe imploded. People could not figure out how to use Peacock, how to get Peacock, how to work Peacock. It was like when Superman and the Holiday Armadillo were in the same place at the same time. <laughs> it caused a ruckus ah
0: uh, so good uh yeah and i don't even think you probably could have got a free trial right you
1: probably didn't even have to pay the six dollars to watch this fucking game who knows uh, i would think if you're paying like legitimately the hundreds of millions of dollars that it takes to get nfl tv rights you probably force people to pay the six bucks it's yes. fucking six bucks that's not even your fees on a uber eats order but it's a slippery
0: slope bro we start to play for pay- playoff games. What's next? Super Bowl pay-per-view, bro. How has hmm. the Super Bowl not been a pay-per-view yet? It makes sense, right? It like How is that not the event? A hundred bucks, get all your friends. The let's only go.
1: reason it hasn't been is because someone's the networks it. are still able yeah. to make the money back on advertising for the day. But there's going to come a point where someone's going to say, you know what? I'm going to buy the, the rights to the Super Bowl, some, like, Kerbillionaire, and I'm just going to put it on pay-per-view or I'm going to put it on my own network or like, and it's going to be behind a paywall. That has got to be coming up at some point. And the, if there's uh, one event you can do it with, it's 100%. if you think about it, with the sporting events we have now, I don't see... We've become more niche, and we talk about this a lot. There's niche in everything. Everything has gotten into specialties except for the NFL. The NFL still reigns supreme because it is event programming. It's yes. not the everyday monotony of baseball. It's not the, you know, all the games of the NBA, the 2 months of the NHL playoffs. It's not the Olympics where we may only care about one or two events out of yes. 46. The Super Bowl is event programming. The world stops People all go to parties. People have their Super Bowl boxes. Everybody's got some kind of skin in the game. We yep. still have the Super Bowl, and it's only a matter of time until we make... You can't do this with any other event.
0: No, it is, because it's one game. You're going to pay seven. How do you do the NBA? Oh, you pay for all seven. Now, Super Bowl makes sense. The uh, The former president of ESPN... Uh, Skipper, he's John always Skipper. John Skipper. He's always brought up that he thinks one day, like he when he was making deals and stuff, he's like, you know, I can see this going on pay per view. You know, looking at my numbers and all my stuff, I think this will happen in the next ten years. This is step one, baby, Peacock. I mean,
1: realistically, if you're if you're Peacock or Fox, I don't really know that Fox. I mean, they have that Fox Sports app, but. Yeah, I don't, they don't
0: really have a thing for that.
1: To me, that's not really. I mean, they own what does Fox own? Fox owns Tubi, maybe. Fox does own Tubi, yes. So I guess you could buy a premium package for two and watch it through Tubi. If that was the case, maybe the, I think if they were going to do something, they would probably roll it out. Maybe
0: this would be the rollout to their app or something. Or they would. You can't it do it as a. Something.
1: You can't roll out the Super Bowl because if there's technical difficulties, <laughs> that like the world will burn see that's the problem imagine
0: bro we were trying to watch the game uh before was on also was on nbc for some reason my cable was just coming in scrambled i literally had to switch over to peacock to watch it it made no sense i'm like this is basic cable tv here and why is my shit unwatchable bro cable
1: tv could kick rocks well it was fun to watch the (laughs) internet implode and And I guess it's people our age now, right? Like, we're the old people complaining on the internet, you know? We're those guys now. I think it's a little older. I think we're we're right at that cusp.
0: I think we're still good. I think we can still figure out Peacock. I think it's when you get 45, 50. Now they're starting to get a little annoyed about this stuff.
1: You know, the amount of people who think, oh, it should just be on free TV. I get that. But if there's money to be made, people are going to figure out a way to make that money, you know?
0: yeah, they've been complaining all year because right now Thursday night games are on are on the app again. But it's like, do you remember for the longest time Thursday Night games were NFL network exclusives. We yes. never we never watched Thursday Night games. It was always like, oh, who played? Oh, cool because yeah. no one had NFL network. And then eventually the other networks got greedy. Hey, I want those ratings. I want that. yep.
1: and so you got it now, now it's on Amazon. So Gomez, if you're one of the people who signed up for Peacock this week, not only did you get the NFL playoffs, not only will you get the Royal Rumble, but Gomez, mm-hmm. there is a brand new series, event series I should say, not Ooh. just any series, but <laughs> an <laughs> event series. series exclusive to Peacock comes out came out this week. It's Ted Seth McFarlane's lovable, foul-mouthed little bear has a seven-episode event series on the Peacock Network. Gomez, were you aware of this? Only
0: because I was watching football this weekend on Peacock. I know it was coming out,
1: but that it was coming out this week? No, no clue at all, bro. I've actually caught a couple commercials for it while listening to Spotify because I don't pay for Spotify premium. I'm lazy, lazy. So I had some commercials and then I was on HBO Max just kind of skimming around. And I see in the featured things, it said Ted, the movie. And I said, wait a minute. Didn't that series come out where I thought it was supposed to be on Peacock? So then I switched over to Peacock and there it was. The number one thing, new Ted series, seven episodes. So crazy, it makes no sense how these rights work, bro. I have, I no, have no idea. Like you <laughs> would makes no sense. you would want the movie, right? I have to think you go, hey, watch the movie, end the series. Come on, folks. Just... So there's been two Ted movies so far. I don't really know that we were clamoring for a series. No, you know, part either. two was simply eh, at best. Yes. You know, part one I thought was pretty funny, but I also feel like part one kind of gave you too much in the commercials and in the trailers sure so by the time you saw the movie you weren't really like you weren't surprised by anything yeah i didn't love them i thought the movie was okay
0: like especially at that point seth mcfarlane and his comedy stylings you know in 2012 like we were kind of like all right we get it Seth. like we're kind of hey, at like that the point slope, though, though
1: family well, guy was at yes. an all-time high i know yes. you and i both had we it had kind of worn on us by then yes but there's a
0: reason but it was still, t- still, still on came. the TV. Yeah, yeah. It's still on TV now. But yes, I mean, so me, I was at that point
1: because yeah, we, now, we liked with, it when it came back. It was like, eh, it was too with much. With that being said, despite me and you not being the biggest of fans of family guy, we love American dad, love American dad. I love the Cleveland show. I like Cleveland Amazon. show
0: too. I did enjoy the Cleveland show. I did. So we loved everything, but that it's, it's the same
1: guy doing true. the same stuff. It's I don't true. know why it was any different, uh, but we get this show, and immediately I'm like, "Oh, what's this going to be?" And it feels like, for the all intents and purposes, we're basically getting a live action Family Guy, where Ted is basically taking the pa- place of Brian the dog from Family Guy, and we're we're short a baby. So, but we have our parental household. We get a lot of the same music cues, it feels like, too. I watched all seven episodes and uh I felt like very much like it was, you know, very, very similar to what live action family guy would look like if that indeed became a thing. Yes, they're definitely playing into the the sitcom, the nineties sitcom. They're definitely <laughs>
0: leaning into that, which was I thought that was fun at least.
1: Gomez, I'm going to be honest, I went in here with no expectations, expecting yeah. to kind of hate it. And the first probably one or two episodes, I was like, "Yeah, I don't I don't hate it, but yeah. I don't love it either. I feel like it kind of got better as I went along and it felt yeah, like they were okay. starting to catch their footing. And by the time yeah. it ended, I was like, "You know what? I would keep watching this." Oh, I did three episodes. The first episode's 50 minutes, the rest
0: are around 30 minutes or so. And uh I was, like, I liked it, but I wasn't, like, I'm not, clear, like, you tell me it's good, so I'll I'll watch the rest of the episodes, but if you told me it was whatever, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't go back to watch it. Like, it's just, it's there, if I remember one day I'm on Peacock, like, oh, I'll turn, but no,
1: like, I saw it, it was good, I'll move on. Like, it was one me of me. the situations, kind of like with American Dad, when I first watched American Dad, the first episode was premiered after the Super Bowl one year, and I watched it going I don't even really see myself getting invested in any of these characters. You know, It, it yeah. just seems so weird and clunky. And with this show, it was kind of the same where I'm like, Oh, like the wife is doing a weird voice and we are getting the, the overbearing liberal uh, niece or whatever. That's kind of like Haley from American dad. And we've got Ted being Ted and just doing the Ted things. So I was like, ah, you know, I don't really know about this, but it was like, As you get kind of through it a little bit, each episode becomes like a little smoother, a little cleaner, a little funnier. It becomes a lot more entertaining, and by the end of it, I was like, "Oh, I can! I feel like I can fucks with this."
0: I'll check it out
1: because, like I said, I didn't hate it.
0: I thought it was okay. I I like the idea of it. You know, set in the '90s,
1: going to school and stuff. I was
0: like, "All right, this could be fun." So, hey, I'll check it out. I'll check it out.
1: It still amazes me that the '90s is going back in time.
0: Yes, the 90s is a big, like, oh, let's let's throw it
1: back to 1995. It's like, God damn you. God damn you. So, Gomez, that was Ted. Like I said, I'm going to keep watching you. But one thing I wasn't expecting this week was there mm. was a bunch of news. And I don't want to hit the music for this, but okay. this is going to be a bit of a talking point. Maybe a little bit sure. something serious. So I don't know if you've seen this. We mm. haven't really discussed it. But George Carlin is back Ooh. in the news this week. Okay, interesting. Now, I wouldn't classify myself as this huge George Carlin fan, but I was certainly a fan of him while he was alive, and I enjoyed his stuff, but I wasn't like a George Carlin completist. Um, but now, there's a new George Carlin special hmm. up on YouTube. Interesting. The interesting thing is that it's not by George Carlin was AI? It's an AI generated special by the channel Dudesy. Now, Dudesy is a podcast hosted by Will Sasso and Chad Culchin, and um, there's an AI program of the same name. And these two guys, Sasso and Culkin, do not uh, they will not reveal the company behind this. They have NDAs. So they're prohibited from disclosing the company who's behind all of this. But this dudesy program basically ingested all of George Carlin's work over the years Mm -hmm. and spit out what it thought a 2024 comedy special would be like. Interesting. Now, the voice is not great, so it doesn't necessarily feel like you're listening to Carlin the entire time. And the video behind it is all AI-generated images of what he's talking about at the time. But his daughter Kelly, George Carlin's daughter Kelly, has come out in strict opposition to this, hating it, because she's like, My father's work came from his head. He's no longer yeah. here. That was a once-in-a-lifetime thing. You can't read, you know, he would hate this, and he would. Yeah. Um, and even Will Sasso, when he spoke about this on his podcast, was very uneasy about it and didn't really like it. And you could tell he didn't like it, but he still It's his job.
0: Yeah, he went to tell you to watch it. Yeah.
1: So I actually did watch it. It's a little over an hour. It's on YouTube, and it's weird, man. It is fucking weird. I
0: gotta check this out. It's crazy. I gotta check this out. So in a lot
1: of ways, the talking points kind of do feel Carlin-esque. Okay. But then, kind of about, I don't know, thirty minutes in or so it breaks down into this whole defense of AI and how AI is going to make your life better. It's not going to take away your job. It's going yeah, it to make is it is better. Self-aware AI, bro. What is this? So I'm just like, <laughs> what? Like, what is happening here? So I hope you do check it out. I want you to check I it out. I we're will. Our, I, I love talking George call about calling. this next week. It's, like I said, it's a little over an hour. But Gomez, just in general... What is your thoughts about, where do you stand on AI-generated programming for people who aren't here to do it? There's even a joke in the set where Carlin's about like, <laughs> it, well, the whole thing, it's it's called, I'm glad I'm, George Carlin, I'm glad I'm dead. Oh and and he's like, you know, I haven't put, it opens with him going, I haven't put out anything in a while. Yeah, there's a reason for it. I've been fucking dead.
0: That's funny, though. <laughs>
1: And it, in the special, he's like, you know, and this is just the beginning. I'm going to bring everyone with me. Richard Pryor's coming and this part. And it's very creepy in a way to me. So where no, it is. I'm, is. I'm, yeah, I'm definitely in the, in the creepy
0: thing, right? We, we, we talked about it when we watched uh, the flash, right? They brought all those dead people back for that CGI stuff. Yeah. And it was like, this is weird. Like, why are we bringing these dead people back in this CGI form? So I'm, I'm always against, uh, using dead people's likeness like that's just wild uh to, i'm a big George Carlin fan uh i read his books his comedy specials so i'm so intrigued to see how this works and like you said yeah just because you you, you feed everything into the machine doesn't mean it it knows exactly what's what's like this is that's just crazy it's gonna cause a lot of problems right because already you see these fakes where you go this is a fake video right here yeah like this is like it's crazy this is i don't like where this is headed (laughs)
1: yeah it's it had the kind of car crash appeal to me you know like you want to look yeah so i felt like i had to watch it and then when i did i kind of didn't feel good about myself at the end of it like there were parts like i said that did feel carlin-esque where you're like oh like yeah i could see that like that's that's carlin Sure. But anyone um, could
0: write a call an S-joke. If you, you've watched enough, you know
1: his man, you like, you could do that, sure. But then by the a end of it, special? and knowing he would hate it, and knowing his daughter hates it, and has spoken out about it, it's just by the end of it, you're like, oh my god, like, this ain't it, pal.
0: But so there's no, uh, so they can just do this? like I, I without, don't know. Without the consent of the, the family and stuff? Like, that's the thing, too. Like, how are you able to to turn because, like it's one thing to just do like me and you go hey let's let's take all this macho man stuff and make a macho man promo it's another thing to put it out on youtube and for everyone so to see. the only
1: thing i can think of that skirts the issue of likeness rights is the fact that these are obviously no real pictures of of carlin it's not his real voice it's not his real voice okay. and there's um disclosures at the beginning and the end saying this is not George Carlin this is a fictionalized representation of what this program thinks a George Carlin set would sound like in 2 in 2024 so there's a lot of disclaimers okay maybe, maybe it- like throughout the be- like the whole beginning is like once again this is not the real George Carlin this is me that's, due that's to the so yeah. maybe that skirts the that's issue of likeness is, rights yeah. you know i don't know man it's like I said, there's parts of it where you kind of forget what you're watching, but then there's enough yeah, of it where you're like, "Oh, like,
0: nah, man." Because there, like, there's some good AI stuff I love, like, like they make videos of Homer Simpson singing Linkin Park and stuff like that. <laughs> that's wonderful like i love those videos but then like you know everyone's gotta n- turn it up a level like we can't just have some silly fun it's always got to be malicious fun Bastards.
1: well and wasn't this a big part of what like the actors just struggled? yes over, you know yes, was the they want to do not allow to use my shit when i'm dead some people don't care some people do that's up to you whatever you know personally you know, it feels like we're we're in the middle of iRobot here, or you know, Ultron. Yes. Ultron, you know, we thought we programmed it right, but there's always there's always a way around things. Yeah, bro. Deep fakes are crazy. They they're getting pretty damn good. Uh, so that'll be for some follow up next week. I do yeah, want definitely. you to watch that, so please do. I yes. But I've got a little follow up for this week, Gomez. Oh, yeah, I love follow ups. So last week you came on this very program. And you mentioned the movie called Anatomy of a Fall. Oh, baby, yes, I did. Now, in your recap of this movie, I'm like, eh, whatever. It sounds fine enough until you got to one specific point (laughs) about the acting capabilities of the dog in this movie. It was my and I'll be honest, (laughs) the movie you know as you described it was like i it's not something i was going to go out of my way for if i found myself sure. doing nothing whatever but when you talked about the acting ability <laughs> of this dog i said but it's a fucking dog like <laughs> How good? What does this dog
0: have to do? Right? What does it mean when I say yeah. this dog can act, right? What the fuck am I
1: saying? I I understand. What <laughs> could this dog have possibly done to elicit the kind of review, the kind of accolades that you thrust upon this poor pooch? What could that... So I said, I gotta watch this fucking movie. <laughs> I love it. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I sat down, and I watched Anatomy of a Fall. The movie is very long. It's about a two and a half hour movie. Two and a half hours, yes. And it feels two and a half hours. It's slow, yes. It's it slow wasn't the record. worst thing I've ever seen. Just as a movie as on its own, I know you gave it a little bit of a higher rating than I did. I saw your review over on Letterboxd, on your Letterboxd account. I have one now, too, because I have to keep track of what I'm watching. It's the number eight highest rated movie of the year. On I didn't, I didn't on think drama. it was that great. Yeah, I it gave it a, it a double and a half main man. It True. felt very, very long in some But I,
0: I get that. When you say that, it is. It drags. It's very deliberate. It's very slow to get where it's going. And I, it's, I get It's it. very
1: procedural. Yes, So it it's... I was just like, oh, my I God. Can we get back to the fucking dog? Because... <laughs> There is one scene in particular. One scene. That's all I'm talking and about. And I don't I don't want to spoil it too I much. I can't For spoil it. That's why I didn't want to say yeah, you will know. Yet. You I will watch the movie and know. It, I talked about it in our Facebook group this week. <laughs> Search the Car Jomez podcast on Facebook and join our group. It's free and be a part of the conversation. But I said it in the group this week. I'm watching this movie, and my God, Gomez was right. This dog is incredible. There is once like at first the movie opens and the dog is doing dog the dog's things. doing stuff. So you're like, Oh, what's this dog doing? I'm sure the dog's doing <laughs> dog things though. It's like, Oh, okay. Like whatever. Yeah. But then there's one scene in particular where number one, I didn't even think it was a real dog at first. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> the things that the dog is doing, like, wait, what? And then oh, this man. dog goes, has a moment of a lifetime. Yep. Yes, it does. This dog has a moment. Unbelievable acting by this dog. How did they get this dog to do this?
0: How did they get this dog to do this,
1: I have no idea for that long.
0: And how many takes must they have done? Yes, exactly. And to be like, okay, now do this. Okay, now like, cause he does several. He's going through it. The dog is going through. It. Well, that's what we'll say. The dog is going through it, and you can see all the emotions and just everything. Oh my god, it's amazing.
1: You know, like when they complain about wrestling today and they say nobody sells. Let me get. Let me tell you something. The dog didn't get the memo. That dog can fucking sell. That dog was Shawn Michaels versus fucking Hulk
0: Hogan at SummerSlam. All over that ring, flopping, bro. He was giving it his
1: all. This is... And, like, I, I keep going back to it. I said, what the fuck could this dog have done? That Gomez is so about this dog's performance. Like, what could the dog... And then when you see it, you go, my God, he's right. Gomez is right. This dog is incredible. I paused the movie the first time I
0: watched it. I just went, bro, that fucking, like, I had to stop and collect myself. Like, it was a moment. I love it. I'm so happy that you're right on board with me. Because I don't sound crazy now. We're both same people. We just
1: sound crazy. This (laughs) dog is amazing. (laughs) So if you haven't seen this movie, it's on VOD. So you got to purchase it. You know, pony up the couple of bucks to get it. It's called Anatomy of a Fall. It is a French film. Like I said, it's long for me, won't be on any of my best of lists. But this dog is something. This dog is worth the price of admission. I think I paid like four bucks or something. Yeah, so it's like three four. Go go see this movie. If you got two and a half hours, it's an adult movie. So if you want to sit yes. down with your significant other and have a movie night, put the kids to bed, have a, a yes. cigar and a, a little glass of port with it watch this movie and just be awestruck by the dog
0: i love it man i love it i need people to watch this because you watched it so now i need guys right i said it and you probably thought i was crazy. this fucking guy joe was saying it now come on please let's talk about this
1: even in the group uh, i believe it was dave nagel had said is it still that good even after gomez's Glowing review of it. I said, "My God, yes!" Because you go in thinking, "All right, like what? What, what did the dog do? <laughs> what is does he really <laughs> do?" And then he does it. <laughs> My God, does he do it?
0: Oh, I I'm so happy you watched. Thank you for watching. I I feel vindicated. Like I'm like,
1: am I over overselling this? I don't think. I, it's very rare that you really come in here, like so excited about yes. something so in, borderline insignificant, right? Like, usually I'm yes. the one who gets hyped up over stuff. But for you to come in here and be that jacked for the performance of a dog, I, I have to see what this is, what he's talking about. Like, I have oh. to. Even if I hate it, I got to see for myself, like, what is, and my goodness gracious, what a dog. What a dog.
0: What a dog. Messy, I believe, is the dog's name. Good job, Bessie. Good job. <laughs> uh, Joe, I watched uh, one other new movie this week. I watched my first my first twenty 2024 new release. I watched before I went to the movies to see our main event here. It was a movie that was on the Hulu. I was on Hulu. I said, oh, what's this? Ooh. It's called Self-Reliance. It was uh, directed and starring... Uh Jake Johnson, best known for the New Girl. The new girl. Nick on the new girl. We love Nick on the new girl. Amazing sitcom character. Wonderful. All-timer. Great. Uh, so he's in this movie, right? So the trailer started. I watched 30 seconds. That's how I'm hooked. The trailer starts. This is also how uh the movie is described. So I'm not spoiling nothing. The trailer starts. Our man is just walking down the street and a limo pulls up. The window pulls down, goes down, and Andy Samberg is in the limo. So already I'm like, whoa, I'm going to have to watch this movie. And he's playing Andy Samberg. <laughs> okay.
1: Is he, <laughs> is Andy Samberg at that level now where he just gets to be Andy Samberg? It's so like, funny. Remember, he was the guy who needed the popular, like Adam yes. Sandler came into his stuff to be Adam yes. Sandler. And it's nope. like, oh my God. Adam, oh, Justin Timberlake. Oh, like, but now oh Andy God. Sam, wow. Good for Andy Samberg.
0: He just rolls down the window. They're like, are you Andy Sands? Like, yes, I am. Yeah. <laughs> and so he explains that our character here has been selected for a game show on the dark web. If he can if he can survive 31 days where someone is trying to kill him, he will win a million dollars. The catch is they cannot kill you if someone is with you. So he goes, that's easy. I'll just have someone with me at all times and nothing bad will happen. And hilarity ensues. That's that's the point of the movie. It stars also your double main uh, lady, Anna Kendrick, is uh, in the movie here. Ooh. Yes, those are the two main characters. And there's some other people come and go. But uh, it's about 90 minutes, like 84 minutes. It's a quick quick watch. I thought it was a lot of fun. I thought it was funny. I thought the premise was good. I thought they worked well with the premise. Like They kept with it. And uh, I had a really good time with it. It was a good
1: way to kick off 2024 movie watching, baby. I like it. This sounds like something I'm going to have to check out. What was that name again? Yes.
0: Self-Reliance on Hulu. All right. Yeah. Just came out this past week. Good shit. A lot of fun, especially if you like it. Uh, you know, he's doing that character. He's doing that in the character mm-hmm. where he's a
1: mess. Well, that's like his thing. That's, that's his, his thing. that's yeah. his
0: shtick. So
1: yeah, it's good. So Gomez, yeah. I'm excited for that now. It gives me, I, like I said, it, he's a good dude. I like Anna yeah. Kendrick, obviously. Well, of She's, course, <laughs> you know, she gives that a uh, little flutter to the old heart here Ooh, when it yeah. feels like working. And then, of course, some Andy Samberg. I can't turn that down. But you and I. Did both go to the movies this week to see our first theatrical release of 2024, mm. the number one movie in America, Gomez beat expectations. Last week you did I said I thought it would make about 20 million, maybe. It made 28 million domestically. Worldwide, it yeah. topped out at just over 34 million, all on a budget of 36 million. It oh, that's is great. Yeah, it's, that's phenomenal. It is called Mean Girls, and it is a retelling of the Mean Girls movie that we know from 20 years ago. It is now the 20th anniversary of the original Mean Girls film. So here nice. we are, twenty years later, still going to the theater to see Mean Girls. Like I said, came in number one at the box office. Listen to some of these movies behind it. This is a new movie I never heard of until I read this. The Beekeeper Gomez. You know, have you heard of this?
0: Yes, because it's uh it's the new Jason Statham movie. So it's like uh, the big action movie. Ooh, okay. Project. Yeah, it's, it's supposed to be fun. I heard it's a lot of fun. I heard it's a little silly but fun.
1: Okay, so that came in second this week at sixteen point eight million. Wonka. Coming in third, damn. Wonka is now up to one hundred and seventy-six million dollars, which that steady, sounds baby. like a great total to me.
0: Yeah, it does. I would think so. I can't imagine if you told me it made almost two hundred million dollars when it was coming out, I'd be like, "That's that's great. That's yeah. pretty damn good."
1: Now, what us? What else I wanted to bring up was Aquaman. Aquaman had this enormous budget. Came in yeah. sixth this week. After this week, it crossed the hundred million dollar barrier. This wow. movie fucking sucks. It's got wow. terrible word of mouth, and it's still gonna be in the red when things are all said and done. But it, a lot closer to yeah, <laughs> it's over hundred eight million dollars now.
0: That's crazy.
1: So I, I don't is it just because
0: that. is it just because there's nothing out? Is that like people just like oh let's go see the Aquaman? Like I don't even understand. I really don't know. I really don't know. That's crazy. I mean, just, I, the fact that it made over 100 million is, I'm stupefied by it. Like, I, I would, would have never, I would, but like, you're fucking lying.
1: Get out of here. Because God. now, as we've seen these superhero movies constantly devolve from like where Black Adam was, we thought that was uh, a, yeah, real that was a disaster. Yeah. And now, the Marvels, the way that came in, you know, it continually got less than Guardians of the Galaxy and then Shazam and, Ant Man had that big opening weekend and then, like, completely dropped off the cliff. You know, the Marvels made nothing. So I'm thinking Aquaman ain't gonna do
0: shit. Hell no. Hell no.
1: So for me to see it at 108 million, I'm going, God bless.
0: I think they have to be very happy with that. A movie that means nothing. It was barely promoted. Like, you know, it's just like, hey. Because for the longest time, there was no trailer. We're like, is this movie coming out? They're like, yeah, "Yeah, it's coming out Christmas. It's like, okay. And like, (laughs) December. It's like, here's the trailer. Here's your first trailer. (laughs) Uh,
1: But these were all beaten by the new Mean Girls movie. And we knew it was going to be a musical. that is based uh, lightly on the original movie, but more on the Broadway musical adaptation of the original film, which was based on a book entitled Queen Bees and Wannabes by Rosalind Weissman. Mm. And according to IMDb, I feel like we all know this. I feel like everyone's seen Mean Girls around here. But according to IMDb, Katie Heron is a hit with the plastics. The A-list girl click at her new school. But things change when she makes the mistake of falling for Aaron Samuels, the ex-boyfriend of Alpha Plastic, Regina George. Mm. Okay, A little more detailed, I would think, now with that
0: that description.
1: So we get Angori Rice playing Katie, who I think is probably best known for playing Betty Brant in the Spider-Man Homecoming movie.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: small role, but you know, she was still in it. That's Um, right, Renee Rapp, who plays Regina George, she actually played Regina in the musical for a few months before COVID shut it down. Interesting, Avantika, who I've never heard of, and she's done. Uh, other things, but nothing that really stands out. She plays Karen and BB Wood plays Gretchen. Once again, she has a list of things that she's done, usually in small roles, nothing that really stands out. We get some big celebrity cameos. Jenna Fisher plays Katie's mom in this. We get Busy Phillips plays Regina George's mom. Tina Fey and Tim Meadows are back reprising their characters from the original film. And my double main man, John Hamm, comes in as the gym coach. And mm-hmm. then, of course, we get the Lindsay Lohan cameo. Half so that bad makes bad. Lindsay Lohan, Tina Fey, and Tim Meadows the only three people to appear in both this movie as well as the original uh, Mean Girls movie, and Tim Meadows as the, the only person to appear in both Mean Girls, Mean Girls, and Mean Girls Two.
0: The oh, that's right, sequel. Is.
1: that's right. He isn't that now. <laughs> that's right.
0: Oh, fucking Mean Girls, too.
1: So, going into this movie, I knew it was a musical. Yes. I knew it was kind of based on the musical. I didn't expect it to be the actual Mean Girls movie as a musical. I thought, I didn't realize it was just going to be a new retelling of the original Mean Girls story
0: yeah it's not much new to it it's just this is mean girls we added some songs hope you enjoy like there's not really a lot different like i was i figured we'd get i i didn't think so but i just i figured there'd be more differences like if, if you looked up a. Uh, one of those, oh, the differences between... There's not a lot in this in this column. If no,
1: it's, it's slightly right. shorter. This movie clocks in at an hour and 52 minutes, so it's slightly shorter than the original, but that's because they wanted to just fit in the songs and not stretch things out and just make things yeah. flow. There were some more songs that were written uh, for this movie, like Aaron Samuels was going to have a, a song at some point, and that got cut and taken out of the script. But for all intents and purposes, I think the songs work but they don't catch me in the way that they do in other musicals. Like we talked about um, Leo had some really good songs. Wonka recently really caught me with the soundtrack where like I got in the car and be like, yo, I can't, when I go home, I'm downloading that soundtrack with this movie. There was really none of that. They kind of just fit and they're moving along the story and that's all well and good. But when you have a musical, and I think of High School Musical, like we talked about last sure. week, and Anna and the it. Apocalypse always stands out to me, where when I was done, I went, I downloaded a song, yes. where I'm like, oh, you this is my download, favorite download. song. And this out, uh, this movie, I walked out of, and everything was pretty forgettable for me. What's your favorite song, if you have to pick? For this movie? I don't even
0: know. Like, I really don't have one. I think they were- maybe World Burn, like when she's getting angry with the burn book at the end, Regina George, that song, I thought was the fun, janice but-
1: I, is her name janice in this i think it is um but the janice character from the original movie is uh that song where she's kind of just dancing the revenge body the- yeah like that might be it i thought that was fun but at the same time it felt like we were so far involved like in the movie at that point like that could have been cut completely and com- and gone missed like unmissed, i looked at I,
0: I looked at the uh the track listing for the, the musical, the Broadway musical, there's 21 songs. So they did cut a lot of songs. Like, they, they actually condensed it for
1: the movie. So that's interesting. I wonder if they left out a banger. Um, and with this, Renee rap who plays Regina, like I She's said, great. she was in the musical. I understand that it, whenever you do these teen movies or series, television shows, the people are usually older than the Characters they're playing.
0: Does look a lot older than high school. She doesn't look like
1: she's in in her mid 30s playing Regina George, the high school bully. She she is. She does look a little old to be a, a 16, 17 year old. And then I look her up. I say, but how old? Like, I genuinely, I'm like, there's no way she's younger than 30. Like, there's just no way. She's like 24. Yes. She just looks a little mature. And, but like, it, it kind of ruins the dynamic in a way like even in the original uh Rachel McAdams did look older than Lacey Chabert and Amanda Seyfried but it wasn't like so much older that it threw off the whole thing in this movie this woman um Renee Rapp looks so much older than all the other people in the movie that you're like, it almost feels like that Drew Barrymore movie where she goes undercover, <laughs> and I'm like, should she even be allowed in school? Like, that's, this is like a crime now. This is 2024. We can't be doing this shit anymore.
0: Uh, <laughs> no, I agree. She is, it's one of those things. Yes, especially, I do. I feel like the other kids, they, they're good. They look like they could be high school. It's like they're not so old. Yeah. So I de- it's definitely a nice one. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> but yeah, but the movie. Seen... I'm i uh, I'm a little, yeah, I'm a little disappointed because it's not. It's like if you've seen Mean Girls, like you, you know what's happened. It's not really the. It's it's not fun
1: to talk about here. It's like oh. there's no real meat on the bone for anything new or different or to kind of expand upon like the Mean Girls universe or any kind of backstory. There's just there's just not a lot there to sink your teeth into. So it's really relying on telling you the same story only by song this time and that's all well and good but like i said the songs don't capture you they don't grab you they don't keep you there where you're like oh man i can't wait to see how they're going to do this next one when they happen they happen and they're fine and you move on and um that's really it there's just not a lot to talk about when it comes to this movie if you've seen the mean girl's story the original you know exactly what you're getting and you know exactly what this movie is then
0: yes all the beats are the same there's nothing to it nothing
1: i mean everything from the the math uh decathlon yeah, a math thing, yeah still the a halloween athlete. party the you know they make sure they fit in all the jokes you know on october 3rd he asked me the date yes
0: you they, know, they still yes and they do they they make sure that they get all the the things in. It's like hey you remember that we're gonna do it too don't forget so yeah Disappointing. Oh man. What
1: a what a bummer. Bummer. And seeing Jenna Fisher in this movie, as time has gone on, this is gonna make me sound like a real douche. Can't wait. Here we go. As time has gone on, and we've all rewatched The Office nine thousand times. <laughs> my God, do I hate Pam Beasley.
0: One of the most... You've always, you've always been like that. That's always been... Uh, one thing.
1: of the most deservedly hateable characters in television. Horrible person. What a terrible person Pam Beasley is. And now, because she's so associated with that role, whenever... And she's done other shit. like She was in sure. Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox. And she's you know, great shit. in that, yeah. But it's, she popped up on this screen, and I go, fucking Pam Beasley. I was, like, grinding my teeth at the screen. We're nine seconds into this movie. I got to deal with Pam Beasley. Oh, my God. After what she did to Roy, after what she did to Jim. What a – and it's it's not it's not Jenna Fisher. She didn't do it. Somebody wrote for wait. her to do
0: I can't wait because the 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 Facebook group is gonna be everyone yelling at you for hating on her, hating on. What is she doing to you? What you, I am one hundred percent justified be, in this hate. Oh, I, listen, we've, we've we've talked about it before, and I, I ever you make excellent points that I agree with. She's so done a lot of things that were very questionable. I am and, the provocateur
1: uh, of points. <laughs>
0: I just have a feeling though, you know, that's like, that's America's sweetheart
1: right there. Everyone loves Jim and Pam, Jim and Pam, baby. I think anyone with two eyes and a heartbeat is definitely going to agree with me. Oh, here we go, folks. Facebook, search card Gomez. Let's have some fun. Gomez, hit some music. You got it. Are you our man? A double main man. Are you our man? A triple main man. A man, man, man. A quadruple main man. Are you our man? Are you our man?
0: All right, Joe. We got the new release of Mean Girls, the retelling of our beloved. Mean Girls movie this time? It's a musical. Who knew? Huh.
1: What do you think, Joe? Where's this falling on your main man standings? You know, I was, like, questioning myself when I came out of the theater the other day, and like you just said, our beloved Mean Girls from 20 years ago, and I think that's apropos. I think that yeah. Mean Girls movie... Is a great movie. It captures the time and the place in a way that felt new and fresh and and realistic, despite the over the topness of it. It does have some basis in what you think people that age go through, and I felt like a lot of us could relate to being in cliques and stuff at that time. And when I walked out of there uh for this movie, the musical now, I felt very underwhelmed. And then I went to look at what people were saying on the internet, and apparently I'm the only one. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 71% with an audience score of 67. IMDb has this at a 6.4. So they're liking it more than me because the only hook to seeing this movie is the songs. Yes. If I want to watch Mean Girls, I want to watch watch it with the people doing Um, Mean Girls. I'm gonna the watch only hook is the songs and the songs yes. do not English. provide me with that level of engagement or entertainment or fun that i could have gotten from just watching the original movie so for that reason i think it's fine it's a fine telling of it it's not like it it rips apart the mythos of the original mean girls and you know like shits on its grave or anything I just don't think there's really anything compelling about it, but it's a perfectly fine watch. It's pretty quick, an hour 52. So you're in and out like a bank robbery. Nobody gets hurt, but I'm still going to have it just right in the middle. It's fine. It's a double and a half main man, two and a half stars.
0: I'm there with you, Joe. Everything you said is true. If you want to watch Mean Girls, you watch Mean Girls. You would watch this because you want to watch the Mean Girls sing and you know i i watched the movie i did listen to the soundtrack today i was like let me listen to the soundtrack again i've heard the songs let me let me see and it was just like yeah you know again nothing day two day three no you know, by the by, the third day, I'm like singing the song. Remember when we saw Greatest Showman? We couldn't shut up about these songs.
1: Yeah, we were singing and, and then dancing. when they came out with the album of the remixes from the popular artist yep. covering the songs from Greatest Showman, we have to have this. We have to have. So, like, that's how it's supposed to
0: be. If after and when Gomez,
1: call. mark this down. Get your pen, okay. your pencil. Put it in pencil. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. If and when uh-huh. I finally get married. Not only will Scott Steiner be my best man, Uh but my wedding song is going to be the cover from The Greatest Showman of A Million Dreams by Pink. (sighs) can't wait. (sighs) It's down. It's in pencil. It's in pencil.
0: That means it's permanent. Can't can't erase it. It's perfect. Love it. So yeah, I'm two and a half. You know, if you want to watch Mean Girls, watch it. Again, the movie's not bad, but they just did it better. Lindsay Lohan's better, you know?
1: It's better, Rachel McAdams. They're
0: better.
1: This, and this that's better. the thing too is none of these performers are outright bad in this movie. There's nothing no, about this movie that's, that's what bad. I mean. just, you know it's what I so mean? so
0: okay. It's just so it's okay. very
1: okay. Like what we said about Elemental back in the day. It's aggressively fine. Aggressively fine. Hundred percent. I don't think you're
0: gonna hate the movie. I'm. Mean, I'm sure there's always someone who's gonna love the movie. But I. I think majority of people will be like, "Oh, it was okay." You know. Oh, there was a couple catchy songs. And then just, they'll never think about it again. Next time they think about Mean Girls, it will be the original. So, oh, disappointing, Joe. Disappointing. My goodness. Could have been worse. It could have been worse. Yes, 100%. We just, we we were excited. I was excited. I know I was. I was excited for Mean Girls and Musical Combo. So, that makes me sad. Oh, baby. So, um, we're in Musical Month. Let's, uh, Let's have some fun here. Let's. Let's see if we can have fun this week.
1: Let's I love see. Fun.
0: I was thinking for musical month, maybe, maybe we should hang out with uh, Mr. Cooper. Of, oh baby, don't fucking get me. Is there excited. a Mr. Cooper musical? You know, back then, you know, sometimes they would do that. Let's see, is there a Mr.
1: Cooper music? I don't Summer. think there was. It was a big deal. I think I feel like Boston it was in the 2000s, first yeah. person or like the late nineties. Yeah, it was like that When Buffy frame. did it, it was like such a big deal Like, oh, they're going to do a musical episode Oh
0: my god So this week, we're going to hang out with uh, It's my double main man uh, I don't think he's yours If I say Baz Luhrmann Do you, do you remember the movies he's made? Do you remember? Absolutely
1: movies? not Okay, so Actually, <laughs> did he do the Elvis movie?
0: Yes, he did He's he the guy does, who did yeah, Elvis okay. He did Great Gatsby, he did Elvis and he did this movie that we're gonna watch this week, Mulan Rouge, baby, the 2001 classic. I call wow, it. Wow! Speaking of pink, mm, yes, that's right. You
1: finally get to hear Lady Mama, lie. You get to know what it's about and stuff. Gomez, <laughs> just because I haven't seen the movie doesn't mean I haven't heard the song. <laughs> I meant in the context of the movie.
0: Oh, so I think this is a fun movie. I think that you're gonna have fun with the songs. Um, it's interesting to look at because, as you know, you saw Elvis, so he's that's his style. He's very he has a style. Yes, in your face. We're gonna throw things at you. Colorful. Let's go. Uh, this is on Paramount Plus. You don't got Paramount Ooh. Plus? You know that's okay. I'm probably gonna stream this for
1: everyone on the Twitch this weekend. You know, mm. it's funny you bring up Paramount+, Plus because this Mean Girls musical was originally produced to be an exclusive to Paramount+. Really? Plus. It was. And it and got that. very positive reviews during screenings, and they said, hey, we're going to try to release this let's, in theaters. Let's and make some happens. money. Yeah. What? What a fucking idea. Let's release a movie to make money off of it. This is have people thought of this before. I, I don't know. Shit. And wow. one one other little note that I did find interesting about this Mean Girls movie. The character of Karen is played by Avantika, this uh Indian girl. And you know who auditioned for this role obviously didn't get it, but someone who you and I are both a fan of. Oh, who is this? Iman Vellani, Miss Marvel Kamala
0: Khan. Wow. Now that would have been awesome. That would have been. That would have made the
1: movie because she's just full of charisma. She's probably She's too good though, and she has powers. Imagine she uses her <laughs> powers in it. Maybe she could have made the songs better.
0: <laughs> uh, maybe I would try. I, she would. She would definitely would make the movie better. She just has a a a, a presence about her. She's, she does. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So Mulan Rouge, Joe. I'm excited for you to check this out. I, I love am too. It.
1: Uh, obviously, this was a. It is 2001. You said. Yes, 2001. Yeah, this was a big thing back then. Uh, the video especially for Lady Marmalade was literally all when MTV still mattered. And you yes, had all sir. these hot singers at the time in one video oh, yeah. and one song. Maya, what is up? Where where is Maya nowadays? I haven't seen Maya oh, since two thousand one. She pops up every
0: once in a while. Still looking fine. She looks exactly how she looks. That's God what bless. it always is. It's always like, yo, look how good Maya looks. She's forty three years old. Whatever. It's just like I feel like that's same, what people bro. say
1: about me. <laughs> I think it is, baby. Every, like every time I go anywhere, I hear the whispers, you know? <laughs> oh, he's looking fine. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Gomez, that's for next week. Moulin Rouge, but we got to finish up this week. Let's go. Ooh,
0: baby, let's go. It's now time for the Big finish. Right, Joe. I hit some familiar music, but we're gonna do things a little differently. Oh, mm. So I, don't like I have change. a wheel. I have a wheel. Let's pull up this wheel here. Okay. Mm. Oh, baby. So here we go. I made a wheel. We have some choices here. Like we mentioned last week,
1: Ooh, it could yeah. land
0: on several things. It could land on a regular big finish where we give a big uh, our top three of whatever. Lothario of love, a would you rather, Mm -hmm. and a fuck, Mary kill. I think these are all fun things for us to, you know, mix it up a little bit, right? All right.
1: 2024, the year of choice. Mm, So let's spin this wheel,
0: (laughs) see what we got here. It's never going to do it. Oh, oh. Oh, look at this, Joe. Would you rather? Would oh I rather would watch? you rather? I got one. <laughs> sure. Yes, I would rather. Oh, it's good. Thank be you interesting. guys for listening. <laughs> so uh if you have uh listeners out there, passengers, if you have uh a good fuck Mary Kill you want to send in, a Lothario of Love question, or would you rather send them in? Send them in, hit up the DMs, hit up the Facebook, whatever you want. Joe, this week's would you rather <laughs> Joe? Would you rather have sex with a mermaid where the top half is human and the bottom is a fish, or so a mermaid top half, or the top half is a fish, oh. and the bottom half is a human. Mm. What do you what do you think? Guess you want to get in those fish guts? You want to kiss the fish face? I don't know. It's so <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't want to say I've thought about this. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but you gotta remember back in 1989, a movie came out that transformed The adolescence of young boys like myself, seven years old at the time, when we got to see the very well-drawn Ariel as the Little Mermaid. Yes, of course. And for years, we've all said, you know what? I like the Little Mermaid. We didn't know why. Maybe we couldn't pinpoint it at the time. But deep down, we all knew. But the physiological question has always existed, Gomez. How do you get in it? You know, it's it's one thing for her to wish for legs, right? It's one yes. thing for that. But how do the mer people, you know, <laughs> they do the, you know, the, the acclaim thing? The scissor. <laughs> how do they do it? What goes into it? I don't know. But I've thought about it. And yes, if I'm looking at that, if I'm looking at the human top half, I think I would rather have the human top half than with, with the fish bottom half because it would keep me invested and keep my focus. You know, if I'm looking at a fish, I'd be like, oh, actually, you know, now that I think about it, you bend that bitch over us. N- Clap them on. cheeks. Hold Come on. the wheel right Whoa. there, Pat Whoa, Sajak.
0: What? Here we go. What's we happening? got time
1: for another round. What's happening? You know, I've been to furry conventions. <laughs> and an animal top half or a neko, you know, as some people like to be called. A fucking official word in here. Folks. <laughs> um, It's not that bad. So. So if you want to, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna go fish top half with the human bottom half because it's just gonna be like nothing, it's gonna be like anything else I've ever done. I mean, I I have had intercourse with squirrel people and with I mean, I was I was dressed as a bunny at the time, but there have also been foxes, um Uh, (laughs) like all sorts of stuff i've done some shit now that i think about it so yeah that's the easy answer is you get over the animal thing real quick when when you're doing it and at least it doesn't pull you because you're doing the same thing you always did on the bottom we have experience in this so yeah that's the answer the answer is Animal top half, human bottom half. I'm glad I was able to verbalize this all aloud and figure it out. I'm so happy you were able to verbalize it. I'm, re- I'm really happy about
0: the journey we just went on. <laughs> I feel like a real science man. Oh, uh, I agree. I think I would go the bottom half because at least we know what the bottom half, right? We're familiar with the bottom half. And like I said, you could do maybe a position where you don't have to notice the fish. But also... I mean, what that fish mouth do, right? I mean, I'm not going to lie, you know, if we in the moment, you know, we in the moment and we getting down and hmm, I think, I think fish mouth, human lady bottom. Yeah. I think that's the winner, baby.
1: Could be a sexy fish.
0: <laughs> yeah. You got to see some colors, of these beautiful met. colors. Yeah. yeah
1: right? <laughs> I love it. A lot of girls oh. like being cats, different kind of cats. I've done a lot of cats.
0: Oh, what what a great way to kick off the new Big Finish. I got to say, John, I think, I think it's great success.
1: I'm, I'm really glad. You know, I worked through that. It took some thinking, but I did work through it. We love you for it. Thank you. And thank you guys for listening to the car Jomez podcast. Remember to hit that subscribe button, leave a five star review wherever it is that you're listening to this. Please remember to subscribe on YouTube, youtube.com slash at car Jomez pod subscribe leave a comment remember to smash that like button and ring that bell so you get the alerts whenever we post some new videos we're here every thursday talking whatever is going on in popular culture gomez with as much as we talked about there's so much we didn't even get into yet because it's just too much there's too many networks too much stuff going on but we're trying we're trying trying. because that's what we do here you can follow us on social media at car jomez instagram twitter the facebook group obviously just search car jomez podcast on facebook it's free to join and everybody's there having a great time like we're like we're on threads or something uh you can follow all my personal stuff at the joe shoes everywhere on social media february 10th i'll be in gerard ohio for toy Ohio toy convention i'm very excited me brian myers dan housen moose Uh, We'll be there signing, meeting people, looking at toys, having a good time. So definitely come out to that. Uh, We got some stuff going on at the beginning of April. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And a little bit more stuff going on at the, uh, I think, the beginning of May. So keep your eyes peeled for that. And uh, you'll be able to see me in your town soon, like the Lex Express. I'm coming to your town.
0: (laughs) I love it. Uh, the Gomez154 Instagram, Twitter Check out the Twitch stream I will throw up Moulin Rouge on there For the folks that don't have the Paramount Plus That's Twitch TV,
1: twitch.tv slash mezmovie ah, Musical month continues Gomez, but for now Let's make like Tom and Cruz Peace I've been doing just